Oh, let's try this again. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. And you're listening to the sound on us. Got it right that time. God, it's been a while. How are we doing uh, this month, Tyler? <laughs> Say something for the crowd. We all know they want to hear your beautiful voice. I'm good. There it is. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, 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 yeah, about that whole thing that we said we're not going to miss any weeks this year, um, the entire three months of summer don't count. So, <laughs> we're still, we're still going good on the streak, in my opinion, but, um, uh, for those of you who have, uh, questions for us, which I'm sure there are many, none of you, um, we do you want to give them the rundown tyler meaning that you got like four different jobs i got a job a job a single job or just one and yeah more than just one what were you doing i was working <laughs> too <laughs> i mean i was working a lot but so yeah, our that, schedules. That's what it was. Yeah, is just we've been busy making and money. Sick bank. Actually, like, I I've been busy paying off uh, my my car. That's just about it. I mean, our schedules just never really lined up this summer, which sucked. But yeah, and I had a Japanese kid living with me for two weeks. Yeah, and you had an Eagle Court of Honor to plan and everything like yeah. that. Which you were in New York for a week. I was in New York for a week. We were busy. Yeah, I was working a lot, too. I was paying yeah. off piano lessons. I was paying off my car. That's all I was paying off, but <laughs> it's, it's still, still a, lot a decent of time. amount. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's where we've been. Uh, we promise you that we have missed recording this. And for those of you who actually see this coming out on all of the platforms that it possibly could, as it usually does, meaning well, what, are the what weird, it means. What, what, no, what are the weird ones that we have? Oh. I forget. Uh we're rambling Stitcher. right now, but st- oh yeah, Stitcher. Stitcher. No, but there's more. There's got. Yeah, there's a more. bunch. Yeah, Breaker. What? Breaker is one of them. Okay, isn't there something? Overcast, else? Castbox, Castbox. That's what it was. Yeah, Radio Republic. For those of you listening on Castbox, we applaud you, because who in the hell listens on Castbox? Um, but uh, we're we're back, and we're gonna be hopefully back for the rest of the year. Um. I we have a lot to catch up on, which we'll probably do more and more over the next couple of episodes, as well as catch you up on some of the music that we've listened to over the summer. Possibly even I listen to a lot of like older stuff. Yeah, I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Yeah, too. there's because there like was. There, I feel like the three months we were gone were the three months that everything happened. So yeah, at least in my opinion, for the year so far, like. The stuff I've been most excited about has been pretty recent, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that's coming out soon that I'm super excited for. Yeah, but there's that's always the case. You're always excited for stuff. Uh, Yeah, I am. Um, But anyway, we're here. We are now. We are reviewing another album. So I figure we'll screw off with your giant ass engine. Big motorcycle. That's it. No. Compensating for his small. He's gay. I hope they get the full effect of that on the lane. You can one hear speaker just, to yeah, the other. You can you can hear him going moving across the head, but like from one mic, like he's just getting you're getting softer. <laughs> like it just sounds like you're getting further and further away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, um, anyway. I'm tapping wires and it's probably going to show up, but whatever. Um, So, what are we reviewing today, Tyler? JK, I'm going to say it. We're reviewing the new-ish, newer, what is it? The new NF album. But it, it's not exactly new. This is just one that we were prepared to review and we wanted an excuse to be back and in rare form or no form because <laughs> I pretty much forget what we're doing anyway. Um, when did it come out? I should have had this prepared too. July 26. July 26. Okay. So it's like two months old, not even two months old. We're a little bit behind, but, um, I didn't see too many people covering this album anyway. So whatever. Um, but yeah, we had an eye on this album earlier on in the year when we, when we heard about it, especially Tyler showed me some singles earlier on in the year. I was, and I was a like, big fan of the singles and the music videos music and videos I like him cool. I like him as a person so I don't you know can I, I definitely explain. respect him and what he's trying to do so when the new video came out which was insane I don't know if you still feel like it was insane but the video itself yeah oh I like the song too when the, the, the title track the search came out I was so hyped for that that is the title track yeah mm-hmm. We're reviewing the search by NF, by the way. Yeah. Uh, all right. So should I give him a, a quick bio? Yeah. And are we prepared to do that? All right. But so what? just go ahead. Make sure something. that you already know it. You're not reading it off of your phone. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So, uh, Nathan John Fuhrerstein. So that's why he's called NF. Ha. Nothing. Born on March 30th, 1991. Uh, known by his initials, NF, of course. Uh, he's an American rapper, hip-hop producer. Does he produce his own stuff? Singer and songwriter. I don't he think he produces. produces his, does he produce his own stuff? Some of his, I'm, I'm sure he has other producers on there, as everybody else does. But... Um, He's been signed to uh, Capital, Capital and Capital CMG yeah, for a while now. Um, even for his debut EP and his first two albums, it was yeah two. He had one. Wait, EP. No. He had one album before he was signed, which was called Moments. It came out in 2010. Oh, and then okay, Mansion so. was his first uh, album under a label. In right. 2015, Therapy Session, 2016, Perception, 2017, and now The Search in 2019. So I would say that he took a... He was on tour for a long time, 2016 through uh, earlier this year, and then he was off, and he was recording a lot over during during the tour and into this year up to the release of this. So even though... 2016 or 2017 rather was when his last album came out towards the beginning of that year he's you know he's still been very active he didn't he didn't hiatus disappear so yeah should we go over how his big single the big single that everybody knows him for let you down has gone triple platinum apparently so uh congrats props to you sir that's no small feat uh, in any sense of the word. So, applause, applause, light applause. Um, 
But yeah, you showed me how many lead singles were there to this album, or how many mm. singles were there? Three, four, three, three. Because it was let it was down. let you down. The search and when I grow up, where the, it's where not let it? you down. No, it's leave me or no. When I grow up, leave me alone. The the search was leave me alone a single. Yeah, wasn't time a single too? No, time wasn't a single. Not leading up to it, I don't think. Okay, maybe I'm high. Um, probably. But anyway, that that's where we're at. Um, the the album is. 20 songs long including one interlude um and it's an hour and 16 minutes so you are not uh getting into uh it's not it's not a small bite that you're taking you're 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 going in for a large portion and chew if you dare i suppose um but more more accurately though it is 18 songs because time is on there twice and the interlude does not count as a song. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that one up. Uh, so yeah, we'll later. go we'll anyway. go uh, we'll go with that. God, I'm so excited to actually review this. It's I'm I I personally am so excited to be back. Like even if nobody nobody's listening, like I, I really nobody's listening. It doesn't matter. It's nobody was ever us. listening. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. <laughs> we love you guys. Uh, so are we ready to get into the section where we actually talk about the album? Yeah, boy. Hell yeah beginning but i still do that so i'm like oh you know if my fans buy this listen to it they might and i just like making records that like tell a story um so i don't even remember what the question was but um yeah i don't even know what i'm talking about at this point my battery is also gonna die soon so whoever you were that i was trying to answer your question Sorry, bro. Lost my train of thought. So someone said, so why was the first song from the record? Um, when I made Why, I wasn't like, this is going on the record. Um, it's one of my favorite songs that I've ever made, but... Um, a lot of times, in a weird way, I find my music just all like kind of connecting to itself just because I'm writing about experiences. And so I'll think about like, what do I want the title of the album to be? Or like, where am I at in my life or whatever? And a lot of times the music just kind of brings that out and then it's really interesting how it all connects. And so why just kind of like was connecting to everything that I was saying. Um, Someone said, did you get a real tattoo or is it fake? No, my, my tattoos are not fake. Um, someone said, what song meant the most to you while you were writing it? Um, honestly, after I did the Perception Tour, and I was like, if you listen to the interlude, I talk about it to some extent, but I was the most depressed I'd ever been in my entire life. And when I got off that tour, I had to like check into like a therapy place for like four days because I was in like such a bad place. So like I was saying earlier, it's kind of weird, but like hate myself was probably one of the most like insane therapeutic, but also depressing moments for me just because of that record. Um, I remember like where I was and I wrote some of it while I was there. 
Um, so that was probably like, you know, an important, like powerful moment for me. Cause later on when you listen to it, it's kind of like reading a journal. It's like, sometimes you can read something. Like it's like, if you read something you wrote when you were in high school and you're like, why did I think that? Or what, why did I feel this way? It gives you like an outside perspective, even though it's you. Also, Nate was one of those songs. Um, while I was there, there was like this interesting thing where you had to like pretend you were talking to your younger self and then you would switch chairs like you were your younger self talking to you. And that's how I kind of came up with that concept. It was like super emotional. It sounds really weird and it was kind of weird, but it was also like very interesting. All right, guys, well, I'm going to hop off here. Um, again, thank you guys so much for um, all the support of the record and everything. And I'll probably do another one of these soon or sometime this week. Um, but I'm going to hop off. Thanks, guys. So, 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 so. Uh, do you want to start us off with what you liked? I actually am curious to see. Like, I remember the last time we briefly talked about this. That you said you you were looking favorable upon it, and I want to know what your reasoning is behind this, or if it has changed over the course of the past month. Let's go a song at a time. Okay, well you go. The search, the search. Go ahead. It's a good song. Go ahead. It is a good song. I'm Um, I'm seriously gonna let you talk. I'm because I have some overall things to say. Okay. Um. I think that the 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 title track, the search, is an incredible opener. Uh, open opener, opener. credible opener to the album um the music video picks up where the last music video left off um in the perception era even though it's not really an era because he's just continuing um the storyline and furthering the plot of his cinematic musical um story that he has going on the um i think that i think that this song goes hard i think that he he accomplishes everything i would want him to accomplish on on this on this track i i don't know i wouldn't have changed anything about it um the bars are clean and relatable i don't have any issue with them at all i i love how it starts off hey nate how's life i don't know it's all right like it's just good i've memorized the song at this point (laughs) and i memorized it probably after like four listens and I watched that music video so many times. I was addicted to that. Um, the the booming of the orchestrated strings, um, brass, and the bass are, in my opinion, genius. It's something I would want to see more in the hip-hop genre as a whole. And it exists, but it, I don't think it exists to a capacity that's done as well as on this track. I think that this track is really well done in terms of the strings and everything it doesn't exist in the case of modern hip-hop it's been it's definitely been capitalized on before and it's definitely been a thing that shows out throughout like if i'm gonna give you a time frame like two early 2000s hip-hop it shows up sometimes but not in the cinematic sense that it is i will say i guess i'll bring it up since you kind of touched on it a little bit one thing that i did find overall interesting about this album is the hans zimmer sized orchestra that he uses on all of this and it almost feels 
like a Kanye thing to do where you bring in a whole interest orchestra into the, into the room and you're just like, play this Eden, shows up on a Eden track. Does that too. Eden's not so much hip hop, but no, but he's still, yeah, yeah, yeah he still yeah, yeah, does yeah, yeah. that. And he's I'm, not playing orchestral. He's more music. like alternative R and B electronic stuff though. He's so funky. <laughs> he is funky, but this is not the only track that it shows up on. I don't think, I mean, it, I think it shows up on, time as well as well as leave me alone and uh when i grow up and some of the other tracks on here like the last two thinking in trauma or something or i think no i think it just showed up on trauma not thinking there are a lot of musical ideas that he switches back and forth from here it's not just the orchestra there's a lot of the trap influence coming through here obviously with the uh, nice, big, fat, bouncy sub bass on some of these songs, as well as the high chimey sounds. Um, piano shows up a lot on this album, which is... Alright. I mean, he's using a lot of organic, more organic instruments, at least, instrumentation. I'm okay with. Yeah, I am okay with it. I mean, you could tell it's heavily processed and affected to sound very, very clean, but because I mean, there's there's nothing rough or natural really about it, but they are nonetheless actual instruments, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's it's all right. Um, anyway, I cut did, you off again. Do you have anything my... to say about uh, track number two, "Leave Me Alone," or do you want to save it for later? I honestly, I'm only really gonna talk about a couple of tracks. Okay. Here in general, um, because there's a lot of things that I, I I have a lot of things to say. I think that um, "Leave Me Alone" as a whole was fine. Um, it's not it's not impeccable, but it has fast, dramatic bars, and the the lyrical foundation on the song, like the actual concept, is fine. It's not something new, Christ, or different that you know we haven't heard from him before. Yeah, um, or heard in general in the rap. I mean, Logic does that as well, where he yeah. presents a lot of like fast flows and stuff like that, and that's meant to really impress you. And I mean, you, you got to admit that technical ability is part of the equation. Like, if, if you want to be fast and technical, and somebody can be efficiently and effectively fast and technical then it is impressive a lot of times if it's implemented in a way that it's not ha look at me look at how fast i can rap because that's kind of getting annoying at this point that stigma but anyway the the beat and the producing on this track are up to my standards they're they're very good but it is honestly across most of the album there's only a few songs where it's like i don't know about that man that's a little that's a little rough around the edges, but I don't. I honestly am I, wouldn't say am that there's I supposed to be that way. I honestly wouldn't say that there are any moments really for me that were like this is particularly rough around the edges. I would say that there are parts that are different from others, and where he definitely tries different ideas. But I don't think that the production in any way, shape, or form here is traveling into any territory that is rough or dirty or anything like that and i don't think he's really meant to be i think he's mostly traveling through that in his lyrics and stuff and his vocals and the little yeah sounds that he makes yeah that his so, trademark yeah you gotta get that phlegm in the back of the throat to do it correctly right maybe anyway, that's the what i was talking about being rough number three change go ahead did you have anything to say about this track Seriously? I have... I, I mean, I can... 
I'll, after you talk about this, I'll, I'll jump to some of the tracks that I... I'm going to be so disappointed if you have nothing to say about this song. Go ahead. I'm looking for change. It's an Imagine Dragons chorus. chorus that's for sure. I'm looking for... I'm looking for change. That's, that's an Imagine Dragons chorus for sure. And there are some Imagine Dragons-isms on this album, like pop stuff, but not particularly a bad thing. Why are they an ism now? Imagine Dragon-isms? Yeah. I mean, Imagine Dragons is the nickelback of pop. Let's be (laughs) honest. Imagine Dragons is... uh, Because, like, I mean, you can have some nickelback-isms in music, rock music as well, like... Don't Let's be honest. The, Imagine Dragons is like the meme quality that that Nickelback is. Like you can't take a lot of what they do seriously because like I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be a West Cut. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Like it's anyway. Go ahead. Well, this this song was my favorite track on the album. Okay. By far. Go ahead and lay it on me. I'm... No, I mean, the I I love that the way that the song starts. I love the I love the sampling. I love the. Does he do some vocal? Sampling what is the on um? This? What is this the string technique? Um. Starts with a P. Plucking or pizzicato. Pizzicato, or... yeah. Um, that's really pretty. I don't have any issues to complain about with that. But when the when the rhythm starts picking up and the bass comes in and um, the the snare, it it sounds really, really, really freaking good. And I I can't I can't understand how you wouldn't be drawn in by the song, because this song sucked me in like really quickly. I, I'm gonna talk about some of the things that took me out of it, but I mean, I, I, mean, I understand where the, the, album the, in general. the chorus would, the the chorus would seem, um, predi- no, no, I don't even know if predictable is a word, but I definitely, it's, it's definitely, definitely been used before. New. Yeah. And I don't even have an issue with that because it seems to be produced so well and I there enjoy the no instruments general... so well. It's like a wave. And the way that I feel it is, it's like, it's like a pulsing wave throughout the entire song. And I... Fair. Freaking loved it, especially when you can listen to it through some good speakers at a loud volume. The song is really good, and I would love to see that live. That would be so cool. But I don't even that doesn't seem like a song that he would play live. But I don't know. Who knows? I don't. I have no idea what his set looks like. You probably have to ask Jeremy about that one, because Jeremy is a buff. This was another song I, I I memorized after like three listens. I knew what was coming next i knew the lyrics that were coming next yeah i had it i had it pretty much down and i don't know i think that the execution of the song was like really 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 well done this is a song that could have been like a lot of the other tracks on this but it stands out big time to me and there aren't any other songs on it that are like it the lyrical content is the same across pretty much everything on this album he doesn't stray away from the the topics and the subjects he talks about are what he talks about and ian will have a lot to say about that later because there's any there's nothing that ian hates more than things being overly consistent 
he hates that. So Absolutely. we'll just uh, we'll just uh, leave that for later. But you're getting into a lot of detail here. Like I'm I'm surprised about how much you have to talk about on this stuff. Do you what what else were you gonna talk about? I don't know. I did a lot of the lyrics on that track are also almost like a conviction. Like you get let in so much into his brain and what he's thinking and what he's lacking. And you learn about a lot of his flaws and what he's working on. And a lot of the other songs, a lot of of the songs are bullet fast. This is what I'm thinking. People tell me this, this is how it is. But like on this song, I don't know it, the way it's executed. It's, it's, a lot more tasteful it's a lot prettier than on on tracks further but that might you know do we have do we have anything more to say do you have did you have anything to say about the sasha sloan track i do can i talk about when i grow up first sure i love Are when you i grow skip up everything else uh the in between yeah can i talk when about I, when, nate real quick yeah because i was just just from a narrative standpoint this is the one of the few tracks that really stand out to me because I mean the two concepts that he keeps traveling between are his own self-hatred and his loathing for himself and these different well there are actually a couple different lyrical standpoints that he takes on this album which are interesting to see how he switches through them um but this is one of the ones where he breaks form and he talks to I mean this is not the first time that he talks to himself on the album I mean, the very first moments of the album, he's talking to himself, but, hey, Nate. um, yeah, um, but he's actually talking to his littler self and, um, talking to him, uh, and it's interesting to see what he would say to himself. It's kind of, it's different. It's not this, this kind of narrative thing, um, meta narrative thing is not new by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's interesting to see his perspective on things, and I thought some of the lyrics were pretty good. Um, and I mean, some of the lyrics are shaky, as is a lot of the lyrics on this album. But you know what? I'll I'll overlook some of those just to say that the narrative and the way that he addresses himself is interesting and introspective, and it's it's a nice content change up. And that's where I'm going to leave it. All right. Um. I thought when I grew up is fantastic. Again, it's yeah. You loved this, this song. This, showing it this to is me, a bop, like... and I, I, this is on many playlists of mine. This comes on when I'm in the car all the time, and sometimes I'll just be like, "All right, what am I listening to next?" Up, oh, up. Oh, when I grow up again, let's go. So I have listened to this song a lot. I love the concept of it. Um, I mean, th- there's something very noble just about what he's saying that. You know, what is he, what is he striving for in life? He's striving to be able to pay his bills, put his kids through college, you know, all, all of these things that, you know, I don't know, all of, all of things that I, I would not at all disagree with. I love, I love the music video too, because the music video starts off with, like a kindergarten classroom and they're asking all the kids what they want to be when they, when they grow up. And he's like, when I grow up, I want to be a rapper. And the kid is adorable and looks the like The kid him. is cute. Yeah. yeah. And then it so, shows him growing up. I think that makes, that dude. makes the song like five stars. And then it, yeah, it goes off to him and he's a trash man and he's rapping and he's saying, I know my stars. lyrics aren't good, but they'll be good eventually. And hmm. then he's working as a janitor and he's, you know, the chorus. And then it goes into, he's working and like, 
a fast food place and the same thing he's asking his employees if they want to hear what he's got and they're all no they don't care um but it's there's a lot of god weird it's so op- it's so good on this album where he kind of breaks the fourth wall a couple of different times it's so good and then of course the end of the the end of the track is and the end of the the video is him playing his song in front of this massive massive crowd and it's just like when 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 the dream comes becomes reality and it's done so well it's it's so well done and i love i love the beat on this i really 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 enjoy the the instrumental track as well as the lyrics go around with it so i don't have i don't have any beef with that song okay uh we can talk about only a little bit um, for those of you who don't know who Sasha Sloan is, Sasha Sloan is an artist that kind of got her start playing. Um, she was an opener for Eden. Um, I mean, that wasn't her start, but that's where she that, her start no, started that, for you. That's yeah, but also that's when she gained traction. She put out all those songs while she was on tour. A lot of the songs she was playing that are released now weren't released at the time. So okay. Um. She doesn't have she doesn't have an album. She has multiple EPs and a bunch of singles. Um, and she's putting out singles monthly. There was one that came out two days ago. So she's really going ham and she's kind of in a tough spot because she's not young, she's not old. She's kind of at the menopause stage for a 26-year-old oh, she's 26. female musician. It's not that so, old. She's got no, time. But she's it's got time, not, plenty of time to grow and stuff. Absolutely, but 18 to 23 and then old is is when most where most of the attention is absolutely for her genre where is she at okay for for her genre and i mean she's in competition with ariana grande katie perry billy eilish all those people all of those people and she's 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 26 and she doesn't exactly fit in with that crowd so she's anyway we're getting a little off on a tangent i mean the current pop political Correct. She does not fit in like, with that yeah, scene. She's not, yeah. So anyway, she Beyonce wrote a song. She wrote a song called Only, which was on one of her EPs, I believe the normal EP. And this has been added to NF's album and remastered and redone so that it is now NF and Alpha and the Chipmunks playing this song called Only because she is pitch shifted so damn high that it is now... Oh, yeah. It is now Alvin. Yeah. It was a really pretty song, but now it's butchered. And then you got some depressed rapping on top. So I guess, I guess that's why it's in the what we like section. It's a pretty good track. You should check it out. I would recommend it to my grandmother. It's that good. Excellent. I have one more thing to talk about as well. Well, actually I, I still have some overall things to say, but the other track that I wanted to mention here is uh, hate myself. Um, which, Ian, why would you put a title like that in your liked section? That's kind of cringe, brother. Um, and I mean, yes, hate myself is edgy as all get out because I'm clean. But, um, as you can see, I've really, really cleaned up my language over the summer. Not really. I'm just trying to be clean for the first podcast back. You're welcome. Um, but hate myself presents some interesting lyrical points um especially the fact that he is more depressive and self-loathing on this track 
uh, and he gets into more detail than he usually does as well, um, which is interesting, but also his flow, he switches up more often on this track as well. There are some interesting flow switch-ups that he does, um, which adds to the experience. Um, he doesn't usually switch up his flows like he does on that song. Uh, and that's a nice break from what we see across the rest of the album. But I also wanted to say that a lot of the drums that show up on the album are crisp and crunchy and beautiful. Um, just the sound of the drum kits and stuff when we hear organic drums like on this song are definitely nice and they are well produced. So there's that as well that I had to say, so... Where are you at? Where where are we sitting now? What are we going to talk about? Do you have anything else to say? Why? Okay. Uh, why has been out for well over a year, but it hasn't been on an album, so they threw it in there at track 17. And I mean, why is just... A, I didn't know that. A very... <laughs> Ian listened to this whole album, though, we promised. I did. Um... Why uh, is an incredible track. Everybody already knows it. It got a little bit of radio play probably a year ago. Um, it was the, the the most exciting addition that he's had um, since Perception. And um, prior prior to this album, that is. it. It's very good. It's not at all his flow his normal flow and he acknowledges that at one point he says but this isn't nate's flow um so it's out Doesn't of this, he say this flow is boring or is that a different track different track okay um weird meta 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 stuff that's going on here yeah and the the music video has tons of easter eggs there are things written all over the wall there are hidden objects everywhere that um give you more more um insight into his brain like what he's thinking that what is written down on the paper and set into the microphone so he has a lot of uh a lot of things going on in that track itself in the video and i honestly his his videos are pretty cinematic they're really well done um there aren't a ton of artists that stand out to me whose videos um are out of the norm you know he definitely does his own thing. This isn't a normal rap song when he's in a trash truck, he's working in a fast food place, he's, you know, whatever the case is. He he's a he's a special special face and a special character in the hip hop genre. In the the fact that he's different doesn't mean good or bad, just he's not like anyone else and he Currently, he's yeah. trying to go against the grain. Currently. The current hip hop grain. Correct. Yeah. But we'll... Are we ready to get into the next session then? Are you... I'm done. I thought you'd have more to say from the way that you were gassing up this project like a month ago. But anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see you in the next section and I'll, I'll let you know why I didn't have more to say. Because I was I think the fact
that the same song shows up here twice on the same album uh, is a good way to summarize my feelings about it. Um, especially the fact that they added edit like two days ago because the edit part wasn't there before. Track 20 is time, parentheses, edit. It was just time before on Apple Music. So time showed up twice on the same album. Now it says time, edit. But after listening to both versions of time, I can't tell what they edited. Wow. Um, so... God, how do I... How, how, do, how do I begin? Um... I can, I can see why you would like a lot of the stuff that you liked in the other section. Um... But I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into the the big one that most likely NF fans sh- would I bring this up would hate me most for, and that is the fact that he is this era's Christian Eminem, and that is <sighs> have you have you ever listened to an entire Eminem project? Yes. Which one? Uh, I listened to one of his older albums, and I listened to all of Kamikaze. Oh, yeah, that's right. You listened to Kamikaze. Okay. I've listened to the Eminem show. I've listened to the Marshall Mathers LP, and I've also gotten into the Slim Shady LP as well. And I mean, ugh, I need to finish that one. Um, God. Um, I... I, I <laughs> I don't want to sound mean, but I'm going to sound very mean in this section. Um, Nate is definitely ripping off some of Eminem's shtick uh, from when he was back in the day, even with some of the narrative tracks. And I mean, Nate was pretty cool to break up the monotony of the first five songs, but um, or the first four songs, um, and the rest of the 12 other songs that show up on the album or something. Um but in the same breath, there is nothing that has shown up on this album that hasn't shown up on a different album. And I mean, granted, the string section is maybe bigger than you would see it on basically anything else other than maybe a, a, an earlier Kanye project. I, I could uh, think of a few times on uh, the college dropout worse or late registration. Was it more late registration or was it more graduation? Somewhere in that time period for Kanye, but um, there is no idea or flow or anything really that shows up on this album that has not been explored before. And I think that's my biggest problem with it, that he he's doesn't present a whole lot in the way of originality, even after presenting us with uh, not counting the time edit. Um the hour and 10 minutes of material that he's presented here for us. There's really nothing that is really original, which sucks to say, but like if you listen to the Marshall Mathers LP, especially um, that's paraded by a lot of people to be Eminem's greatest album, his magnum opus um, sort of, his big, uh, should I drop my first swear word of the session? No. No. 
No. His big giant screw you to society. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of stuff that shows up on this album that shows up here. And I mean, even some of the orchestra, orchestra, or, orchestral bits showed up on that album as well. And that album was back in 2000. So, and I mean, I think the biggest comparison one could draw between these two is the emotional side of things and the lyrical side of things, as well as the flow and even the tone of voice. Like, everything about their voices sort of lined up at one point or another for me, especially listening to the Marshall Mathers LP. Um, and I kind of realized that NF is a far less edgy version of Eminem when it comes to his lyrics and his lyrics while Tyler said they do follow uh, uh, a consistent pattern throughout the album that doesn't mean that that consistent pattern doesn't get old quick um, and I mean he talks about just about all of the same things about him striving to become better um, about his hatred for himself or what would happen if he left uh, it's never really clear who he's talking to unless he's talking to himself. It's never really clear if he's talking to his fans or if he's talking to his haters. Also, some of the weird uh, detours that he takes from different perspectives where he's rapping at people. And I remember there were a couple of lines saying that he would light, light other people's self-esteem on fire, which is a weird image breaker for him because, I mean, he's portrayed as the guy who's kind of shut in. He's kind of uh, on the more introverted side, not on the more uh, aggressive. And at least I wouldn't pin him on the m more... I'm not... Uh, almost territorial uh in a way that is not passive at all it's weird um it it took me out of it a bit but there are also some lyrical bits where i just could not i i i couldn't stomach it uh like the fourth wall breakers that appear all throughout this album where he talks uh directly to us or he talks about the material in his song uh, like on why where he says he presents this weird it's a weird fucking but just let me ride this is a nice flow and i was just like number one no it is not and number two why would you ever think to use a filler line like that why why it just takes you completely out of the whatever amount of uh an atmosphere that he's presented on these songs um and while we're talking about this sort of thing let's talk about the different people that i'm hearing influences from besides eminem because while i am hearing a bit of eminem uh some ripoffage from denzel curry appears and i can't I, I i can't really place who did the balloon thing first because i mean denzel curry did the thing with the black balloons floating over his head and then i kind of pieced the two together and i was like oh nf uses balloons as imagery too in his latest thing this was done last year i don't know if the balloons showed up in his live shows first i feel like they might have i have no idea uh i'm not saying that this is complete ripping off uh maybe it's a coincidence but it was definitely interesting to see that that kind of material was showing up 
So the balloon imagery, Denzel Curry, that's one. Um, and then we get later on in the track listing here on, I believe it was like this, where it was a Post Malone instrumental without a Post Malone chord progression and without Post Malone singing over it, um, which was interesting to hear. Um, and I mean, another thing that I couldn't stand were some of the inane choruses, uh, like th on Leave Me Alone. Quiet, 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 leave me alone! How, how is that a hook? How do you present that as a hook? How does that work as a hook? As well as the uh, really, really basic flows that he presents all over the track listening here. And I'm not really getting too much into different tracks because it shows up all over the place here. And while I could appreciate the grand instrumentals on the search and when I grew up, there are still details that take me out of the experience completely. Like on when I grow up, when he starts uh, doing that whole, um, do you do you want to hear my songs? No, wait, hold on. It's anybody want to hear me rap? No, come on. Let me just play a couple tracks. And then he says, you think I should throw this in the trash? And they, then they say no again. And he's like, tricked ya. And God damn it. God damn it. God, oh my God, Why? it embarrassed me hearing it, and it, it um, now I'm starting to get pissed, all right, all right, uh, what else can I rip into here while I'm, I, I seriously didn't want to be mean, but a lot of, also, there was, God, which one, was it uh, Thinking, that sounded like a Chainsmokers song, with the vocal pitching and the synths and stuff like that, I was like, what in the, this is a 2014 sounding song, that's five years late, um, and a lot of the vocal pitching all over this album, it shows up a, a couple of different times, uh, and by, by God is some of it horrible. Um, uh, some of the, some of the vocal sampling, it, it sounds like it was meant to be back in a Chainsmokers song from 2015 or something like that. So, uh, mm. <sighs> oh, not that there's anything wrong with vocal sampling in, in, in general, but. Um, and I mean, there are other, uh, inane choruses as well. And I mean, the chorus on hate myself is presented in a basic poppy way. And a lot, even a lot of the, as much as I love to play piano, as much as I love to play piano, a lot of the pianos are so clean and so pristine and so unoffensive other than that one lo-fi piano that shows up on, um, was it, I miss the days or... Uh, no excuses. It was it was one of the later tracks. Uh, the lo-fi piano that syncs up with the chimes. That's one of the trappier songs here, um, as well as some of the trash trap beats that show up across the album with the basic uh, drum patterns and stuff like that. Kind of takes me out of it. Um, but I mean, on a whole, talking about this album, this album, not including the interlude and uh, the time edit, is. 18 songs long and I don't get any original material which is horrible to say that he's ripping off this many people um, but that's the way it is for me man when you when you boil it down to its barest of essences that's really 
what it comes down to for me. Um, and as much as I do agree that he has a genuine personality and a lot of that shows up on songs like Nate and I Hate Myself as much as I enjoy some of the, the lyrical content on those tracks, the, the instrumentals and the hooks take me out of the experience. Uh, the fourth wall breaking was so unneeded on so many of these songs. Um, and another, another thing that I'm gonna bring up here is that after listening to this album four different times, most of the songs just bleed together to me. Even some of the trappier songs bleed into some of the more orchestral songs just because his flows are similar, the drum patterns are similar, the way the pianos are presented are similar. His voice never really changes on the album much. Um, he's always switching back and forth between trying to be big, gruff, and menacing or kind of being shy and more on the in the back side of things, kind of uh, presenting himself in a more introverted way um yeah a lot of this just maybe it boils down to it a lot of it wasn't for me but i mean if you look at this in the context and i mean i do agree that in the current meta of hip-hop he is generally uh he is generally different but that doesn't mean the ideas explored on this album are new or refreshing in any way. And a lot of it really ends up being annoying for me. And that's, that's pretty much all I have to say. I don't, I, I didn't want to be mean or upset in this section, but I, I kind of got there. So, oh, whoops. I'm depressed now. Um, you, you have anything to add to what I'm saying? No, that was 14 and 17 seconds of silence from you. <laughs> All right. I mean, are we, are we ready to close it out? Can you give me a, can you give me, give me a word or two? Just make me feel better. All right. Hell yeah. All right.
just realized that it's not this is a nice flow on why Tyler corrected me it's this isn't Nate's flow it's still a weird fourth fourth wall breaking observation and I still don't like the song and that flow doesn't make the flow any better either but uh, uh I just thought I'd point that out made a mistake my bad uh do you, you want to do you want to have some closing thoughts here Tyler since we haven't heard much from you in the past 15 minutes um your overall i, I want to hear your overall i i appreciate what he's trying to do with this album but honestly after track 6 it's kind of hit or miss for me on the rest of them i think that the, the um leave me alone i think that was the first hint at hey we've probably heard this before my favorite track was change and i thought that that track was extremely well done so at that point of listening to it i was like all right well you know what this is this is good and then i don't even know what the fourth one was my stress maybe and that's just i didn't like uh, that it one was either. depressing that was, it was depressing was. from then on there are a lot of tracks that are that was attempts at, they come off as radio attempts at rap and it's pretty much what Ian said, being that he is the Christian Eminem of today. And also, that's the thing. He doesn't really sh do many Christianisms. He just talks about going to church at one point and something about and pastors. And God, it's kind of like God is the only one who truly understands you. I know he says that on, I think, track six. I think just think, you know, I don't know. I, guess, I mean, he's not wrong. It, in, a lot in of a it, a lot of it is out of place. And for me, a lot of it is confusing and he contradicts himself a lot, but I think he contradicts himself more in the fact that he like, he switches up his viewpoint so many different times. And I don't think he really means to, but that's what, it, because he's rapping, sometimes he's rapping from a predatory standpoint where he's basically saying if these people step to him, he's going to. Isn't that a line off of the one song, the um, When I Grow Up? He, if people step to him, he's going to swing or something. Yeah. But he talks people about... people ever push me, I'm going to swing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, some of it almost comes off as... Um, God, the, the, the word is on the tip of my tongue, but I can't... It's not predatory. It's not aggressive because it's more It's more than aggressive. It's... Um, I don't know. This... The final 10 tracks on the album i thought were pretty you know not good not bad pretty forgettable um they do run together a lot there are certain samples there are certain beats and snares that make one thing stand out more than the other but at the end of the day i'm not going to go back and listen to the last 10 songs i might listen to the search when i grow up and uh change out of the bunch which is honestly really sad but like i don't know there isn't a lot that i would go back to on this i don't so, think there's a single song that i'd go back to on this i think which you should really, take more listens i've i've heard what i've needed to heard i've listened to this album like five <laughs> different times heard what i've needed to heard heard what i needed to hear um yeah yeah um excuse us as we take a sip um from our lean um <laughs> uh, 
where I don't even know where where to be. I I don't I I I, I articulated my points uh, in the last section. I'm not really going to reiterate much. I hope that as genuine as Nate is, he comes into his own and his own sound um, and presents his lyrics and his feelings because I know he's a genuine person and he pours out his heart all over these songs. That doesn't change the fact that a lot of them is stale, are stale. A lot of them are stale ideas. Um, even in the context of this album, they get stale, but in the context of the last 20, 25 years of hip-hop, even some of these idea ideas are stale, which sucks to say, but um, that's how it is. Well, yeah. What am I? What am I gonna? I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything, really. Um, and I mean, while there were different parts that I sort of liked across the album, and even just I was listening to it on my way here today to record, um, some of it even grew on me, like the the hate myself. Uh, I, I noticed more things about that track on that lesson, but everything just melts together after a while. Like everything you don't want to pay attention after a while, even the little, I mean, there were gospel choirs that were added into some of these songs. If he had implemented them in a way that was more interesting, if the core progressions were better, um, he, because he does recycle a lot of the core progressions that he uses and a lot of the, uh, the tones in the scale that he decides to use are, not great uh to say the least so it's if if he presents himself in a uh a, a more interesting fashion on his next album I, re I really hope he does um i'll be listening to it yeah i mean what am there i gonna say go. man do you have a, a number grade Um, I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a, wow. I was not expecting a four. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to give it like a 3.3, 3 3.2 3 somewhere in that range. That really, I mean, I, I hate, I hate, I hate to be, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm feeling, the, feeling a weak to mid four. Okay. I mean, you're, you're yeah. usually more, uh, generous, generous than yeah, I, I am agree. with grading anyway. I would agree. So, I mean, not sort of, I guess I was expecting you to give it more. No. God, first album I'm not back. I'm going to give it more than it is, but there are songs I do enjoy. Okay. First album back and we're already eating this to pieces. Holy crap. Okay. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We're, we are very excited to be back. Um, hopefully we'll, I mean, we're recording this uh, on the second week. Of, no, the first week of school here in Maryland. Um, yeah. So it's, it's the 7th. Yeah, it's the 7th of September. Welcome back to the semester, college kids. Screw my life. Um, Yeah. Well, we should be back on a regular basis, hopefully. I mean, we've Fridays, got a, yeah, we've got a schedule a. Uh, that we're, we are going to be recording. But these is this going to come out next Friday? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So we'll be we'll be uh, doing stuff every Friday. Um, I don't know if we're going to be sticking to any of the same... Uh, or at least I am going to be sticking to any of the same formatting in terms of my transitions, because I know I, I remixed songs on uh, albums for a while, but I realize more and more that that's going to get harder and harder to do, uh, especially considering that now some of the albums that I want to review, the tracks 
are 15 minutes long. So, um, I don't know. I may, I may just stick to more original material that I can transition with, which I enjoy making original material anyway. But I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll, we'll it's talk a good about it. muscle to work out. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be back. I don't know if you're excited to be back, Tyler. And we'll do maybe I'm super a, excited. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll even just kind of have a laid back. Do you want to do that? Like an a, episode, an episode where we just lay back. We talk about sort of what we feel like you should listen to from the summer and we tell you yeah. what specifically more specifically has been going on with us. Yeah. Cause I mean, we wanted to dedicate this more to getting back into form. Um, and God, was this a weird experience for me after not recording for three months? Uh, it feels good. I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Even if this room is hot and sweaty is almost it sad. It felt good when we started. Yeah. It felt good when we started because his noisy ass AC was on, but yeah, we had to turn that off for the purpose of sound quality, and right. everything went downhill from there. We're very, very big on quality assurance. <laughs> quality what? Quality assurance. Quality what? Quality assurance. Quality assurance. Yeah. Yeah. We want to make good audio. We still want an office. Get us AdSense. Quality assurance. Still using the same old memes. Can't use the Can't use the uh, the good old... Uh, sticking to every every week anymore though that's kind of sad whatever maybe we'll get it next year yeah but we you know i think it was okay to take a summer off yeah and we finished we our last episode was like july or june 22nd or something so we were in there the first month we were off for like two months are you sure yeah the last album we record the last album we covered was in may logic was in may yeah i don't think that one did it that was not June because we were going to. Well, never mind. I mean, it's not really important. We could talk about it. <sighs> anyway, June twenty second was what was logic? Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well. Anyway, you can follow us on Instagram. Yeah, Sound go follow us on Instagram. Podcast. If you DM us something, we're gonna respond. Yeah, Let's please give us give us suggestions, or if you have music that you want us to listen to, your music specifically that you want us to listen to. That would be to, sick. Uh, we're always willing to listen to your your guys's music, um, and even uh, promote it a little bit. I know, I don't know. I'd be willing to promote music because I I realize that it's a struggle out there, so. And when we when we left off, we had like a thousand listeners. So I I, I don't know how how that's gonna pick up again, but I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter. But thank you guys who are here for listening. Um, we'll be we will be back same time, uh, Friday 9 a.m. Eastern Standard. God, it feels weird to be saying this one. Um, so yeah, that was NF the search. So uh, go go listen to the album for yourself, um, and we're always willing to also listen to your opposing opinions. So if you have uh, yeah, suggestions actually, for actually us, fight us in the comments for real. We're so down, just, yeah, for real. I mean, if you feel that we missed something or we didn't touch on something well enough, or we yeah. contest us, yeah, give 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 us your shtick because I'm willing to debate. I'm a debating person. Yeah, um, Ian wants your shtick. I want my sh- I'm shut up, screw off. I I I'm, I'm close. I'm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will see you in the next one. Uh, uh, bless your face if you sneeze during this video. Bless you. Peace out. <laughs> uh, we'll see you 
in the next one. Bye. Goodbye.